0: Episode 5, Your Summer Survival Guide. Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, where you'll learn how to take steps to create a life that you love and enjoy. This podcast will cover mindset coaching and practical tips and tools, sprinkled with intergenerational wisdom and inspiration, and some Torah too. Here's your host, Nechama Weiser, Certified Health and Life Coach. I wanted to start off this episode by addressing the fact that this episode is mostly geared towards moms who are home for the summer. My intention is that this podcast uh, be relevant for married women, for single women, and even for men, but there are certain podcasts that are going to be geared towards moms specifically as I share some of my personal experience. And I just want to address that sensitivity and let you know that even if this particular episode is not relevant to you, if this is not relevant to your stage of life, there will be many other episodes that will be relevant. So hold on there and I hope you too have a wonderful, wonderful summer. Shalom and welcome to this summer edition of your personal summer survival guide. So I actually wrote a post about this Uh, but i felt that it was worthy of the podcast we're still in the thick of the summer and i think that our focus is really on how do we not only survive but how do we thrive through this summer and i think that that really requires intentionality it's not going to just happen we're not going to just thrive through the summer by chance it really requires thinking in advance And I wanted to give you 10 tips on how you can thrive through the summer and arrive at the end of the summer, the beginning of the school year, feeling refreshed and rejuvenated and just excited to get back to your routines, your schedules, and your daily habits. So here are some tips to help you thrive through the summer. Number one, we talked about this in our last podcast, the importance of flexibility okay routines and schedules govern the year but during the summer it's really important to be flexible um, and this is the time for spontaneity and less structure so not only is it important to be flexible but i encourage you to enjoy the more relaxed schedule and the fluidity that comes along with it i know that i'm a really structured person Um, And flexibility and fluidity sometimes feels very uncomfortable for me, Um, but I've really learned to enjoy the more relaxed mornings, um, not rushing out at 7.45, um, having that extra time until the kids get to camp or when the kids are off from camp, just enjoying the later mornings and not feeling that pressure. Um, And it's something that I've just come to enjoy. Um, It wasn't something that I always enjoyed, but I encourage you to like lean into the flexibility and really um, just have fun with it and appreciate the fact that you have less commitments, you have less things to rush to, and you're able to just do things at a slower pace. Number two, set clear expectations regarding your work. So Obviously, the work schedule looks a little bit different during the summer um, because different people are taking off, different people are working different hours to accommodate their family schedule. Just be sure to communicate to your family what your work hours are and what days you'll be spending together as a family. This is especially important for those of us who work from home because our kids are around around a lot. Um, And they may feel like, oh, I can just barge into the office or ask my questions. Uh, But the truth is that you're still working for the hours that you're working. Um, Some creative ideas here are to post a big family calendar where everyone can kind of see the summer schedule. Um, Or I've seen these cute signs that people put on their office that like on air, off air, so that the kids know when you're available and when you're not. Um, So that could just be. Or just a makeshift sign that you can kind of turn over like available or not available so that your kids can know um, but it's helpful for them to understand ahead of time what your work hours are and when you will be with them number three set technology boundaries there are many more downtime hours so your kids will naturally be gravitating towards screen time a lot more So decide ahead of time how many hours you want your kids spending on technology, on screens, and all of that. Um, And also consider having them spend time on programming apps or other programs that help them learn new skills rather than just mindless games that are violent or lack any kind of brain energy. So I know that some of our kids love programming and that's great. Some of them like to play Scrabble. Also great. So, even if they are on screens, consider how much of the time they're using for mindless games versus games that actually elicit some thought and creativity um, and plan accordingly. Number four routines and schedules. Consider what routines and schedules you want to implement during the summer and then adjust them if you need to, right? So for example, if you feel that having a morning routine is important, then maybe just start that morning routine later in the morning, but include the same things, right? If you wanna have breakfast and prayer and a little cleanup um, and whatever it is, just think about what is necessary in the summer and how you can modify it to make it work. Number five, alone time make sure to give yourself breaks throughout the day and decide ahead of time what you want to do during that break this doesn't need to be big blocks of time it could be 10 minutes of reading your book listening to some music taking a quick walk outside so you can get some fresh air and clear your head and this will enable you to show up more patient more calm more relaxed okay it isn't selfish it's essential So try to take your break before you lose it rather than after you lose it. Consider it a form of self-care and also caring for your kids. If you do have a situation where you maybe missed that break and you did lose it, then just analyze what happened. Like say, when did I need to take a break? Notice when it was too much and you just broke or let it all out right? So it's helpful even then to drop the judgment and just get really curious about what needs you didn't meet for yourself that led to your um, getting super angry or super frustrated. Number six, prep healthy snacks that are easy to grab. The kids are home more, you're home more, so be sure to stock your fridge and pantry with lots of healthy and easy to grab snacks so that you don't keep hearing, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Um, Some great snacks to have around. Cheese sticks, cottage cheese, hard-boiled eggs, you can peel them in advance. Fruit, you can prep some of the fruit like melon or grapes so they're easy to grab. Veggie sticks, yogurts, applesauce packets, nuts, crackers and hummus, banana and peanut butter. Um, My kids love shakes and frozen yogurt. Those are also great options for when it's hot out. Um, So stock your freezer with lots of frozen fruit um, and show your kids where the snacks are ahead of time so that they can easily access them without your help. This isn't so relevant for very young kids, but for kids that are a little bit older, keep them in a part of the fridge that is visible so when they open the fridge they can see it um, and show them, just give them kind of a tour and let them know what they're able to take, what's available for them so that they can be independent and help themselves number seven get outside and i mean you and i mean your kids this will help everyone get some vitamin d enjoy nature let out some of their energy and if it's too hot then just plan to go out earlier in the morning or later in the afternoon but get out you can do scavenger hunts ride bikes take photos or even enjoy a picnic in the park or just play a simple i spy game which kids love as well Number eight, get everyone involved with housework. When kids are home more, there is more of a mess. So getting everyone involved in the cleanup is really essential so that it doesn't all fall on you and you don't burn burn out. So create a chore chart, set a timer at the end of every day where everyone cleans up, or just assign jobs to each family member, whatever works for you, whatever system works best, but don't do it alone because teamwork is the dream work. And if you set a timer for 10 minutes at the end of the day, cumulatively, you're getting in a nice chunk of help there where everyone's working together to clean up a common area that everyone was involved in messing up as well. Number nine, prioritize date night. So during this period of time when kids are home way more than usual, it's really important to ensure that you prioritize getting out with your significant other. So it's really not optional. Like I want you to consider it like oxygen that is essential for your survival um, and your thriving and really make sure that it happens. So be sure to book babysitters ahead of time um, since many of the teenagers have plans during the summer. And if you can't, have, if you can't find a babysitter, then have a date night inside. Like don't, don't give up on it. Set, set the atmosphere, prepare a delicious meal, enjoy each other's company but really prioritize this because it is so important um, because you're a team and you're getting through uh, what some would perceive as a challenging time and it's very important for you to have that opportunity to connect. And finally, number 10, be realistic. Summer vacation is about eight weeks. It's gonna have its ups, it's gonna have its downs, but it's a finite amount of time. And before you know it, the kids will return to school And your routines and schedules will be back on track. So as our dental hygienist uh, humorously says, summer vacation was a tremendous success. I didn't kill a single one of my kids. Um, So all joking aside, um, I think it's just really important to set an intention at the beginning of the summer to enjoy your kids and to enjoy your family time um, and to really set an intention that this is an opportunity to make special memories that you're all going to remember for many, many years to come. So if you need some coaching to help you get through the summer, you can reach out. Um, But I'm just wishing you a pleasant, enjoyable summer of thriving and not just surviving. And please share this episode with anyone that you feel needs a little bit of a boost, a little bit of a morale boost, um, and maybe some practical tips to help them thrive through the summer and not just survive. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Thriving on Purpose with Nechama Weiser. If this episode piqued your interest or inspired you, and you're looking for a health and life coach who can help you up-level your life, then reach out today. Visit nkhamawisercoaching.com for details.